It is Wednesday, June the 7th, and tonight we are not having Hydrate, but we are going to Sonic as the whole church. So make sure you go to Sonic off of the 377 and get ready to play some beach volleyball. Today we are talking about caring what people think. So many insecurities come from a fear of what others think. And this is another tactic that the enemy will definitely use. And he knows by nature we are selfish individuals. And he is very good at capitalizing on this weakness to take us off track and hold us back from living a life of freedom. Now, too often, this fear of what others think comes directly from a problem of judgment in ourselves. Now, we do or we don't do certain things because we fear being judged by others, only because we judge others too. And we judge people pretty harshly. Now, the enemy, he leads us into this trap and we become victims of this, of his plan, of this sabotage. And we, we do this to ourselves a lot of times and our relationships just by being self-centered. And that is just our thinking. Now, when we are self-centered, everything anyone says to us is filtered through our insecurity. And we can hear things that were never, that was never said. Have you ever done that? Like, you hear something, but then you say it back to them, and it is not what they just said, but it's just what you heard. Now, when we pass unfair judgment on others, we condemn ourselves. We see this in Romans 2.1. Now, if we had the knowledge and strength to take a step back, remove the lens of our insecurity, and stop judging others, we could save a lot of time and energy. We need to gain the emotional maturity that comes from knowing our identity. The only way to do this is to take a step outside of our own heads long enough to understand the reality that people, they don't think certain ways about us, especially the way that we think that they think about us. In fact, some people may be worried about what you think of them. Now, we must realize the only reason we fear what others think is because we are projecting our own negative thoughts on others, assuming they must think the same as well. Now, if we see ourselves through the lens of our insecurities, we run the risk of thinking everyone else must see us the same way, causing an unrealistic fear of what others think. None of us is exempt from fearing what, other, what another person thinks about us, and no one is exempt from selfish thinking. We all 
have an underlining desire to be accepted and loved for who we are. The problem comes from when we live under an unrealistic fear that we will not be accepted. And when we allow this fear to warp our behavior and taint the person we were meant to be, then we cannot find our identity in what other people think because people don't think about us the way that we think they are thinking about us. Now, let's look at Romans 2, verse 1. But we're going to continue to read through verse 16. And it says, You may think you can condemn such people, but you are just as bad, and you have no excuse. When you say they are wicked and should be punished, you are condemning yourself. For you who judge others do these very same things. And we know that God in his justice will punish anyone who does such things. Since you judge others for doing these things, why do you think you can avoid God's judgment when you do the same thing? Don't you see how wonderfully kind, tolerant, and patient God is with you? Does this mean nothing to you? Can't you see that His kindness is intended to turn you from your sin? But because you are stubborn and refuse to turn from your sin, you are storing up terrible punishment for yourself. For a day of anger is coming when God's righteous judgment will be revealed. He will judge everyone according to what they have done. He will give eternal life to those who keep on doing good, seeking after the glory and honor and immortality that God offers. But he will pour out his anger and his wrath on those who live for themselves, who refuse to obey the truth and instead live lives of wickedness. There will be terrible trouble and calamity for everyone who keeps on doing what is evil, for the Jew first and also for the Gentile. But there will be glory and honor and peace from God for all who do good. For the Jew first, and also to the, for the Gentile. For God does not show favoritism. When the Gentiles sin, they will be destroyed, even though they never had God's written law. And the Jews who do have God's law will be judged by the law when they fail to obey it. For merely listening to the law doesn't make us right with, with God. It is obeying the law and that makes us right in his sight. Even Gentiles who do not have God's written law show that they know his law when they instinctively obey it, even without having heard it. They demonstrate that God's law is written in their hearts for their own conscience and thoughts either accuse them or tell them 
they are doing right. And this is the message I proclaim, that the day is coming when God, through Christ Jesus, will judge everyone's secret life. Philippians 2, we read in verse 1, Is there any encouragement from belonging to Christ? Any comfort from His love? Any fellowship together in the Spirit? Are your hearts tender and compassionate? Then make me truly happy by agreeing wholeheartedly with each other, loving one another, and working together with one mind and purpose. Don't be selfish. Don't try to impress others. Be humble, thinking of others as better than yourself. Don't look out only for your own interests, but take an interest in others too. You must have the same attitude that Christ Jesus had. Though he, he was God, he did not think of equality with God as something to cling to. Instead, he gave up his divine privileges. He took the humble position of a slave and was born as a human being when he appeared in human form. He humbled himself in obedience to God and died a criminal's death on a cross. Therefore, God evaluated him to the place of highest honor and gave him the name above all names, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow in, in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue declare that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. John, James chapter 3, verse 14, But if you are bitterly jealous, and there is selfish ambition in your heart, don't cover up the truth with boasting and lying. And the last is Second Corinthians ten, twelve. Oh, don't worry. We would dare. We wouldn't dare say that we are as wonderful as these other men who tell you how important they are. But they are only comparing themselves with each other, using themselves as the standard of measurement. How ignorant. Lord, we thank you for today. And we ask your Holy Spirit to fill us up. God, help us. Help us in this area, this area of insecurity, where we judge people and where we think that they are judging us and talking about us. Lord, help us to not believe in the lies of the enemy any longer, that we just don't fall for that trap, but we keep our eyes on you and we would do what you would do. And Father, we would pray for those that we feel are talking about us. Instead of gossiping, we turn it into prayer and we pray for these areas. Lord, help us to be strong. In our weakness, you are strong. And so, Father, we ask that you'd help us, strengthen us, guide us. Father, I pray that our eyes would be so on you that we wouldn't even listen to the enemy any longer. Lord, we love you, we worship you, and we give you thanks and praise for today. In Jesus' name, amen. Hydrate. Remember, tonight, Sonic 
We'll see you there. Love you guys. This has been your Daily Dip.